Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode, our debut episode of our podcast. Yeah. Your new favorite chaotic pop culture podcast. Yeah, we're going to kind of be talking about some of our favorite film references, TV references, maybe just a little bit of media in general. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's introduce ourselves first. Let the people know who we are. Uh, my name is Bianca. Hi, Bianca. <laughs> I'm Michael. Um, and yeah, we go way back. We've been friends since the seventh grade. Yeah, and we've been sharing movies probably even back then. So yeah. I think it's exciting that we get to share some of our favorites with you guys. And we are pop culture experts. Amateur in our own right. <laughs> I would I would argue experts, oh, but well, I mean, okay. I feel like okay. we know what we're talking about. I'd like to think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no real um, rhyme or reason to the way we structure the show. So that's part of the fun. Or even the way that we're unpacking these great movies. Exactly. But since spooky season is upon us, we figured this episode would be the perfect kickoff episode. And we could talk about some of our favorite spooky films and tv episodes love it (laughs) (laughs) i feel like some context because i feel like it's going to come up not only in this episode but probably some future episodes is that we went to we we grew up in a very uh protestant christian religious upbringing uh and that was the school we went to and so i feel like that definitely influenced my relationship to scary movies yeah same i mean you think in general like uh movie media in general i think excuse me a lot of people from the religion we grew up in have their own interpretations of like all media that they view as secular so you know Obviously, anything that gets a little witchy or talking about spirituality, automatically there's some sort of uh, connotation or just rejection. Yeah, devilish rejection. Um, So I think that's kind of a fun place to start. Like, I think, you know... Did your, were you allowed to celebrate Halloween growing oh, up? Oh, we'll see. This. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, kind of got lost in my point there. But no, part of the okay. thing with like media in general, too, is like for me, I actually like... I think that's why we also related so much and communicated through like movies and stuff is because like I didn't get to grow up watching a lot of stuff and then also like my parents didn't like invest in any sort of like cable or anything like that and uh, maybe my overconsumption of media is because there are like always restrictions around what I could watch and like Thousand how much percent. of it. So oh, same. So yeah. So you know. So, like, Bianca would always bring me movies to school, and it was, uh, luckily, at least one of your parents was kind of, like, a little bit chill when it came to, like, Oh, those were all, no, those were all behind, those those were unsupervised recordings. Oh, yeah, so. so your dad sometimes took you to the movies. My dad, no, okay, true, to be fair. So, some background, I, like, had my own blockbuster thing going in high school. Uh, I would just record. That's true. VHS tapes (laughs) from, like, stuff that was playing on TV, and. I didn't have cable growing up, but I did get cable in, like, junior high, high school, and my whole world opened up because they yeah. had an independent film channel and just all these kind of, you know, I had HBO. Like, my mom had no clue what I was watching, and I would just make these tapes that I would Shout just out record. Shout-out to IFC. Shout-out to IFC. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I feel like um, 
that's that's kind of yeah where a lot yeah. of movies came from. A lot of it was like being the counterculture to the religious atmosphere we were mm-hmm. in. We were kind of trying to yeah just explore our own identities at the time. Yeah, or things that people talked about that were taboo. But so I think one funny thing. Um, do you remember there was. So there was always, like, this interpretations around, like, different movies and stuff. But anyway, never mind. I won't talk about that. I was going to I was gonna <laughs> say, like, what was it called that Pastor... Gomez? Yeah. Was, like, always making us watch about, like, rock music and, like... Yeah, so here's... Okay, here's, like, a really, like, deadass fear of mine. Like, I had a legit deadass fear growing up that if I watched a movie that had to do with, like any supernatural or any like demon possession that I ran the risk of getting possessed yeah. myself. Yeah. That was something like really ingrained in me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they us. totally are like anything that kind of sh- depicts like p- demon possession, like you are possibly going to be the subject. You of run the, the risk. Possess- yeah. You run the risk. <laughs> if you watch it, you could be become possessed, you which is very much be- like the, the premise of the ring, right? Like, yes. you've watched this thing and now it's coming for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So perfect segue. The ring was really my first segue into really supernatural movies because that was such a hit when it came out. I mean, how old were we? That was in high? middle school. Middle school, that right? That was still middle school when, like, that movie came out. The Ring was, like, the... And it was probably, like, at that turning point when, when like, Barrett Blair Witch was happening and, like, all of these kind of things that felt a little, like, lo-fi, um, low production, kind of, like, found the found footage thing was, like, in that same time, uh... So yeah, I that was less scary for me. The ring, but really? but what what freaked me out? Like I, I am like we talk about demon possession and like those kind of movies, like <laughs> the spirituality, uh-huh. and also because I think in general we just like maybe believe in spirits and things like that, and like so the idea of like taking on the energy of something else. But like the one thing like that didn't scare me, but it was so it was more so like the obscurity of her face. Like anytime things yes. are like really obscured, I'm just kind of like like you know what freaks that me out. That makes it scarier. Yeah, because sometimes when they show the monster, or they show the whatever, yeah. it takes away some of the fear because you're. And then you she see did it. the weird walk. She did this sort of animalistic walk, so it was like. It's and then they so didn't good. do too too much to like make it feel like they didn't like overly try to scare you but they did use like jump scares and things like that um those heightened moments and i don't remember there being like a lot of music in that kind of movie so it was nice to have like the silence in between the like suspenseful like probably i don't know what they use like score wise but like it was effective whatever they did was effective yeah i haven't seen that movie in years yeah and i remember watching that in theaters yeah and i I did not watch scary movies different experience too for like scary movies is like I haven't watched a scary movie in in a theater in a long time. So like, yeah. so, so that's where I have the strength to watch something like The Ring uh-huh. or something where there's like demon possession. You're like, I'm in a crowd. It's yeah, okay. it's going to be okay. Like <laughs> potentially if this demon is going to possess someone, it, I'm like one out of maybe like 65 people. Yeah, room, your odds yeah. are better yeah. than like alone in your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what kind of irrationally gave me a fear when we were talking about like things and it shouldn't, it's not even well there are two things there one thing is a little very silly and this is just more like a, a childish fear it was like scooby-doo my brother makes fun of me all the time because like and i think it stems to them this thing about masks too like uh. because like 
I don't, but I, when I was a kid, I don't know why Scooby-Doo was so scary to me, but I was like, I don't really want to watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it did have a spooky element to it. Yeah. And I loved it because I was obsessed with, I, you know, I got more into scary stuff as I grew older, but yeah. as a kid, I was terrified. I was, yeah, I was a scaredy cat, but I loved mysteries. Mm-hmm. I was super into mysteries. And so Scooby-Doo, the appeal to me was like kind of this dark mystery yeah, that I really yeah. loved. Even though it was always the same, like, you know. There's no reason for me to be There was a formula yeah. that every episode <laughs> followed. But I can see that. I mean, it was definitely sp- spooky. And then the other thing, and I think it was just because for a very long time I was scared of the dark. So, like, that was another thing. So, another thing that used to scare me, and I don't know why, maybe because I watched it too young, was The Warriors. Oh, the movie. such a good movie. And I think it was we just need an because... episode about like that whole genre. <laughs> Definitely, of but I think it was just because it was also like filmed in like these dark alleys, and I was always scared of like having to walk down dark alleys alone or things like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, sorry. Back to the ring. Um, <laughs> back to the back ring. To, back to the ring, and I think that like maybe that's more of our movie spooky. Spooky. Area, yeah. But... I mean, spooky movies is such a there's such a wide array. Mm-hmm. So. Like, where do we start? I guess we're definitely in the supernatural realm. Yeah, like, I mean, should we go down yeah, this? Yeah, let's talk about the let's su- talk supernatural, about supernatural things that, like, were, yeah, like, kind of surprisingly scary or things that are just really memorable for us. Like, I, um, there's one we brought up that I don't know if, uh, well, maybe we'll bring that up towards the end that I brought up recently, my dear friend Brahms. Oh, Brahms. Um, but- <laughs> Fuck it, let's talk about Brahms, bro. I kind of like some obsessed of these with scary things. Too. Of course, like, no, they 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 hold a, a yeah. special place. But yeah, Michael's really been on a campaign to get all of us to watch. It's a series, so the first one's the boy, the boy yeah. and then the boy Brahms. The it's uh, it's I think it's the second one is just like I think the backstory on the boy. So I think it's just called <laughs> Boy Two. I think it's boy just called two? The Boy Two. But it's something Brahms, right? Yeah. Well, the character, the main character's name is Brahms, and it's about a doll who um, a woman is charged with the care of it, and it's a she's a nanny, and it's like this really expensive house, and like she's going to take care of this kid, and she meets the kid. It's actually a doll, and you kind of just follow this spooky storyline of this house. It's giving like a whole chateau old old money vibe um mm-hmm. and she's supposed to follow these very strict rules and you follow the story of her deciding whether or not she's going to follow the rules and the consequences of that that are tied to this doll that she is caring for while they're <laughs> while this family's away <laughs> yeah um, you we recently watched the preview together because michael's been trying to get me to watch it i have not seen it yet but it's definitely yeah. on my list for the i will watch it before the end of the spooky season yeah I and promise. that's more of something that's just kind of like oh we have you I love I love movies. I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything. So I but I love scary movies that uh, maybe have a t- are kind of two pronged. Like um, I'm trying to think of another one where oh like okay another example like Skeleton mm-hmm. Key is a good example of that. Skeleton uh, Key. Kate Hudson is yeah, that the one? Okay. Yeah, where she goes and she's caring for these elderly people. Yes. And. It's Ooh, already gone. I need to, wa- a, a I need to rewatch that. Because it's, you know what? I, I, I saw that in theaters also. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I love that one. I think I had that on DVD for a little bit. Too. Oh my gosh. I, I loved that movie. I, I rewatch that every so often because. Nice. I like things that deal with possession. I like things that give you. You a little do backstory. like it. I do. I love. Uh. I will watch the. I will watch the the possession. Um, I have to. You're get braver the, than me. I'll watch it during the day. I'll have to either yeah, watch it with somebody on. else. And you know, I've just gotten a little bit older and tried to just yeah. remind myself it's just a movie. Um, and a lot of times now, I think the like 
the the possession movies are not that scary because they're like yeah. oh we're just gonna give you gnarly teeth and we're gonna give you like yeah just, like, a weird voice like i couldn't get through um the pope's exorcist with it's See, I, don't, I still have while. some I, still I watch have, a lot of trashy horror sometimes. <laughs> yeah uh hence the boy no actually <laughs> yeah. the boy the boy does look kids and dolls in general are creepy yeah, dolls like are creepy. just off the bat so but I'm, I'm definitely intrigued i do want to watch that but yeah. i really st- still am a little adverse to possession stuff that i'm not even obviously we didn't grow up catholic at all yeah. but so, i don't know possession We're just and people too though so i think possession and catholicism seem to go hand in hand in movies there's yeah. always like the nun or the pope yeah. or like something and like i when it's like possession in the church something about me still that's another layer of creepier for me sorry it, it adds it i'm a little like eh. yeah but i will say one example taking it to tv now where i there's two things that actually are bringing me to TV. When you were talking about the boy, it reminded me a little bit of The Haunting of Bly Manor. Did you watch that? Yes, good, great, yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed that show. And the it was very slow, but I kind of liked the slow pacing. And then also back to the demon possession and all that, which usually scares the shit out of me. But I really liked American Horror Story season two. Where they're... Where the, the Asylum. Which, oh, The Asylum? Yes. Yeah, so I thought they did... I just, I just thought they did such a great job in that season oh, I love with that you the asylum. Yeah, I that was. Where to go with that, but yeah, okay, we'll great. Talk, yeah, talk, no, yeah. I just loved. There was that kind of like Catholic Church nun possession mm-hmm. factor, but that was like one of the. There was so many. There was the asylum factor. There was the serial killer. There was the queer mm-hmm. kind of storyline. I thought it was woven all together yeah, really nicely. Yeah. Oh, and you know, we also have to make sure we talk about the one we watched together recently. The new one? Yeah, yeah. We'll make sure to touch on our our talk to me. Okay, before we wrap up the supernatural category, we got to touch on that one. Yeah. But when you're mentioning uh, Haunting of Live Manor, I I love to bring it back to these. I get, unfortunately, trashy ones. Yes, I'll bring it back. Trashy ones. I love it. Uh, Because, again, they have kind of like these backstories. So a throwback I recently watched with with, um, Tay Diggs, and actually a lot of cool cool interesting fun names <laughs> the house on haunted hill the like okay i'm so embarrassed like i've never that. seen that okay i think you would enjoy it so it's a classic yeah it's it also is just like a little bit of a time capsule when i was rewatching it some of the like special effects were very interesting when they were depicting this place but you know this is basically a mansion or this house on this haunted hill that is actually used to be an uh, insane asylum. asylum. They did a bunch of like experiments on people, but man, everybody was like super like the conventionally attractive thing that you would see in that early two thousands, and it was very interesting just to see these people look so young and uh, like these actors you see now. Uh-huh. I think even. Okay, I don't want to misquote that. I don't think she's in it. It's not Jennifer Tilly. There's another really iconic, like, sort of scary movie actress who's yeah. in it. Um, but yeah, that that one's kind of fun. You might want to rewatch I'm, that. Okay, uh, I'm going to put that on my list for the spooky season. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm embarrassed I haven't seen it. You don't have to be. I think it's just uh, something... If you missed it, you missed it. Uh, I understand. <laughs> no, I remember it vividly yeah. when it came out. And, like, I think back then I just wasn't watching scary movies. I was no, a little yeah. scary cat. Trust yeah. me. I understand. I understand. That one was a little silly i think oh yeah there's some really great uh, yeah uh good good one but moving back to the supernatural stuff we watched talk to me which was a nice nice surprise like i loved it yeah well-paced story just well told didn't get too much into uh 
tracking down like where this hand came from right, or the why these people the yeah origin they, story we don't yeah. get any of that which is kind of cool and they like tied it up in that nice little bow at the end yep. for us with like calling back to the candle and like the two sort of planes of existence that yes. were communicating with one another and i love that it really reminded me back to the ring kind of you were talking about the simplicity of it i mean obviously mm-hmm. these aren't necessarily like when we think of low budget some people might argue okay these aren't low budget you have big you have like some studio backing but mm-hmm. in the obviously you come from a producing background like in the scope in the, of productions they are relatively like low budget yeah. i would say like the, the, it doesn't take too much for them to tell this story and like mm-hmm. have it be scary and creepy and well i think that's what's so fun about the genre of horror in general is like it's one of those things that you could do on a little bit of a low budget if i recall correctly like texas chainsaw massacre wasn't like some crazy high budget movie but something that kind of just like was just well done with whatever effects that were maybe practical effects at that time um yes. and a lot of them kind of evolve into something bigger or um halloween itself yeah. i'm sure i if i recall this is a good a segue into like, slashers I yeah think. okay let's get into some slashers this is actually my first introduction into the genre because like i said supernatural was a little too much for me but i enjoyed mysteries i enjoyed thrillers and i also had back in the day i'm aging myself but in junior high i had a huge crush on jennifer love hewitt she was like the Mm -hmm. it girl back then Mm -hmm. and so my segue into the slasher uh genre was i know what you did last summer and i still know what you did last yeah (laughs) then those are again back to that like callback of these really like iconic movies who had like also actors that i think now people know as like these big like a-less celebrities sometimes did these or started out doing these movies that's a that's a really good one um absolutely it was like because it wasn't it's like slushers aren't necessarily scary they're mm -hmm. thrillers with some gore i feel like Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and so it's like the perfect halloween thing so i i guess i love the entire cast i was obsessed with all those people jennifer hewitt Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar, um, who's the other, not Matthew Lillard, or is it Matthew Lillard? Who, Matthew Lillard. The, Ryan Felipe, like, mm-hmm. just the cast was incredible. Um, I'm confusing Matthew Lillard from Scream, which is oh, another oh, right. cult classic yes. slasher. So, I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream were definitely my, like, hand in hand segue yeah. into the horror, quote unquote, mm-hmm. genre. You know what is one that I missed during the time? So, like, I guess would be my haunted hill that I had to come back and watch as an adult that everybody I feel like got to watch. Um, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, which, I like, love Jeepers I Creepers. Actually, I was really creeped out by like those I didn't really want to watch at the time that they came out. Um, yeah. But now I've seen them and I'm like, I saw them a little yeah. bit past when they first came out. So they didn't scared me i think yeah i remember watching the previews when it first came out and like i that's when i was too yeah shit. Corn, i was like this is way too scary i'm not into like any sort of like back road yeah. like Abandoned crazy town, yeah like, anything that also has some sort of connotation to like it could be a sun downtown i don't yo, i don't even want to be out there real. yeah like, like i don't need an extra layer of scary with like the scarecrow yeah. thing or whatever yeah. it is that's supposed to be chasing me around like yeah and then your weird sort of truck that could probably could have a confederate flag if it wanted right? to like it's just you know it's just an old school track that's a little maybe i'm profiling, that does add but... i mean i think i think that's a common thing and that's yeah. why there's so many move, scary movies that kind of have those themes yeah like, it like, does add a whole other country layer. Yeah. situation 
creepy ass town, yeah, desolate, abandoned, abandoned. Yeah, places I'm not interested in being yeah. sometimes. That adds another layer of scary. And I think it also adds scary to me because when I was a kid, my family used to go to the desert a lot. So, like, okay. you know, and like, like Joshua my, Tree or no, like Palm, Palm like uh, Palm Lancaster, like, Antelope oh, Valley. Oh, we're talking so about like, dadshood. Yeah. So, like, when I would go out to where my grandpa lived, there was like nothing out there. Was, like, he lived literally in the middle of nowhere. Weeds. Yeah. He lived There's in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> too. Like, he wasn't even Lancaster, the city. He was outside of that. Like, yeah. and Antelope Valley. Yeah. Mala. So, when we drive back at night, it was just always kind of like desolate desert, like these empty roads. It just always felt a little creepy. So, I think any time in general that I see this uh, empty roads, something could happen and nobody would know. I think those are the things that scare yeah. me is like the idea of not having any connection, like any way to reach out and like nobody would know if something happened to you. Yeah. That always that adds an element of scary for me. Oh, absolutely. Like and maybe that's why the warrior scares me because it's like <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely saw that when I was older, so it didn't give me, like, a scary it's not vibe. It's scary about it. Yeah. It's just one of the things that scare me are just, like, a little bizarre. Like, it's just, like... <laughs> no, it happens. Sometimes yeah. stuff leaves a mark when you're younger, and you just can't, like, let go of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay, Slashers, any other... Obviously, Halloween, a classic. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of more just... I think Halloween things that I love... Like, I just also want to reference that like i think halloween in general is a cool thing to see in any movie like i think when Mm -hmm. i think of halloween i also just don't always think of scary movies i'm like conjures also immediately like mean girls halloween scene very iconic um i'm a mouse duh yeah (laughs) and i love so like another thing i love that happens that i have a high association with halloween is um Bob's Burgers has like these really oh, they good, have really good Halloween episodes, and I love the family going all out for their Halloween costumes. Obviously, Gene is like my favorite. Gina. When he comes, with he would Halloween be your favorite. Costumes, I don't know why. I mean, he's my favorite in terms of like <laughs> just some of the. He just comes with these like really ridiculous jokes yeah. out, of the, out of just yeah out the blue and two particular costumes I remember from Bob's Burgers that I love that Gene had was like one he like one year he was a grape. <laughs> <laughs> like just why anyway i just uh, i love that and i think he calls himself also like a sexy grape he's like yeah but i'm a sexy grape a sexy right grape. in dream fashion he probably had like a jingle to go with it too he's <laughs> so silly and then he was also queen latifah one year which, i remember that one yeah that love- one got me <laughs> so good because I because just he loved has a it. Because he also has a line where he's like, I think they like get stranded or something or have to do something that requires some strength. And he goes, Queen Latifah, give me strength. And he like <laughs> helps to push a car if I'm recalling correctly. Anyway, no, I know yeah, it's done in such a, a Halloween costume. It's done in such a great way. You yeah. know, I think sometimes though that kind of humor can be done in a way that's like not, yeah. but, you know, and more of those like low-key racist tones but bob's just does it so good yeah i have a question about also another kind of spooky topic or yeah. scary movie let's get what do you think let's get we should also talk about creatures i'm curious because i don't okay what, how do we feel about some creature movies i think i gotta admit that's not on the top of my list hmm. of my spooky movies okay um well, we're movie? talking like godzilla or Alien. even i like do you Alien. remember spot splice or sorry, not Splice. Oh, um, I do want to watch splice. that. That seems creepy as fuck. My brain said Splice, but I'm thinking, do you remember Facult, The Faculty? 
Okay. Faculty, iconic. Yeah. I do like some alien stuff. I don't necessarily like Godzilla or yeah. stuff like that, but I do. I am interested in outer space in general. That's going to be a future episode or even, for sure. When I talk features also, but, I could be talking also even like we have vampires. We have. Oh, um, now you're talking. We can even, you know, I think creatures in general could mean so many different things like That's werewolves. So true. So, true. so like I'm thinking more okay. of that general okay. kind of and little I guess Let's talk spice, about yes. It. I mean sorry, not spice. I don't know why I keep thinking spice. Have Faculty, you seen spice? Yes, I have. <gasps> I think that's why because I keep so envisioning creepy. how the aliens are so similar, but or the creatures are similar to the ones in faculty, but the faculty I just remember that also came out when we were really young, but even as a like Yeah. I don't know if it was junior high or high school, Last but I remember being like Damn, everyone in this cast is so sexy. They were. That was a hot <laughs> cast. That was a hot cast also. Of I course. was like, what the heck? They, um... Famke Jensen? Mm-hmm. Phoenix from yep. X-Men? Man, it's a, it's a hot forever crushed. They were also Your boy, like, Josh yeah, Hartnett? Josh Hartnett's in it, of course. <laughs> Who else is in that? Playing a football player. Is Mila in it or am I tripping? No. No, but our uh, other, there's another girl that we love that is uh, kind of playing one of the bad bad girl i'm also seeing one of the uh other teachers in my brain but i can't i he's, don't know he's, his name he plays the coach and, yeah uh, yeah he he reminds <laughs> me of gary sinise but he's not gary yes! sinise <laughs> yo you're seeing the same face yeah that's so funny anyway i yeah i like that movie just because it's also like it's so gross i, I like when it comes to creatures, I think I get weirded out when anything's like worm-like or like could give me like some sort yeah, of infection. Like, like like the human centipede. Yeah. That's just gross. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, same. So like, I have, but I, I was also thinking creatures because I wanted to talk about a, pro, a, a a movie or I guess limited series that a lot of people probably already saw and some people didn't. I was a little late to the scene, um, but Midnight Mass, which is so good. Uh, I think it's very well done. I know you haven't watched it. Wait, I don't even... Did we talk so, about this? Because it's not even ringing a bell. to you, but it takes place in a small and a kind of remote, um, I think, on an island. Um, okay. Think... Uh, I actually don't know too many, like, American islands, but whatever. Think, like, East Coast. <laughs> okay. Whatever thing. And basically, there's also this cool kind of religious element. You should definitely watch it because there's this woman who gets a little fanatical, and it's like... The actors are so great. The it's sh- a limited series, like there's only series, one season only type one thing. Season. I think okay. it's a Mike Flanagan who okay. did um, a bunch of stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> who does who does these really good sort of like universes? Um, let's see. Uh, anyway, what I love about this is they actually show the scary creature for once. He did Doctor Sleep. Uh, he did Hush. He did Ouija, Oculus, uh, Before I Wake. So, creatures. Love to see creatures. Another thing that kind of eerily freaked me out was that moment in uh, Signs when they show the alien Not Signs. By. We're it's not just ta- because he walked by with the... We're not talking about my weird. Indian brother, M. Night Shyamalan, on oh this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sixth Sense was iconic. Yeah. That really was a great movie, yes. in my opinion. Another great scary one. Uh, but after... I, I just, had, I, just because Misha Barton started vomiting that oatmeal or whatever. Kinda, Misha Barton, iconic. Kind of disturbed me. <laughs> yeah, she did so good. Um, but I... Um, I don't like any of his other movies i'm so sorry yeah some of them are maybe just a little bit too twisty and maybe or maybe i think people come in with certain expectations so i definitely get it i remember uh 
the village didn't didn't necessarily have the same reception amongst everybody you never know what you're gonna get because yeah. sometimes they're not meant to be like kind of like scary scary true true yeah. they're not they're some of them are more mind bendy yeah. but they just didn't hit they just don't hit didn't for me hit, didn't hit <laughs> oh my gosh there was a movie we saw recently that gave me m night Shyamalan vibes and it was were you here that one day we watched it about the corn the cornfield no they wait, get lost what? in the cornfield <laughs> oh what was it? I'm like, Saima, what was the name of that movie? Um, I don't they remember the name of the movie. It's on Netflix. Lost in the Cornfield. It was so dumb. I I can't... Sometimes I like a good hee-hee-ha-ha in the spooky movie, but... I either want to be scared or I want it to be, like, cool or I want it to be, like, a fun little silly hocus-pocus Is it type in the thing. tall grass? In the tall grass, yes. Did Saima pick the movie? <laughs> I don't know, but... Did we, is there any, okay, we're talking about creatures, we didn't even touch on vampires. Oh, yeah, well, vampires are a little scary, but in terms of loving a vampire, anything, I'm trying to think. What is a scary vampire? I don't know if I have a scary vampire. This isn't scary, but I just, you know. One that stuck with me. One of the great, one of my favorite movies is Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah, of course. It was so well done. And, you know, incredible acting, writing, directing. Do you have, uh, what's her name in it? Uh, Kristen Dunst? Yeah, we got Kirsten Dunst in it. Great job. Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. I mean, it was just so well told. So shout out to Anne Rice for actually writing that. And I loved Queen of the Damned. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, like, in you know, that same saga. Of, this is a little bit kind of like story. I guess these are similar to... I, he's not a vampire, but uh, so Candyman. Uh, Candyman. Which also, is this kind of scary? Scary one for me as okay, a kid, just yeah, because. Spooky. Yeah, and I think, I think the depiction of Candyman himself was a little, kind of, kind of creepy. And I'm trying to, because I feel like I should know his name and. The actor who played Candyman. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad that I don't. The OG Candyman. Yeah, OG Candyman. The OG Candyman. Uh, Tony no sh- Todd. Tony Todd. Uh, Shout out Tony Todd because no shade to the the yes. remake at all because, yeah. you know, well done, but it just didn't give me the same. Candyman just had like, he was scary, but also kind of swaggy. I don't yeah. know how to say it. Like he just kind of had this air about him that was just seemed really like. Well, because he was also, well, he had a good kind of creep going on, which yeah. is like reminded me of like a vampire sort of like yes, I can feel, see that where it's like someone emerging from the shadows, uh-huh. and um, and then also having like such a interesting backstory behind yes. it too. Uh, and I think anytime you put someone in some sort of cloak or cape looking thing, and I think he was just wearing a jacket, but like. He also he had like a to, suit, like, did he? Oh no, he had like a, a trench coat or yeah, something. Yeah, he had a trench coat. Sort yeah, of trench like, coat and like a hat. Or no, like did I make that up? Situation. He would sometimes. I think at, uh, in a couple of scenes he wears a hat. But um, the thing is, he also had the voice. I think the all voice. of those things make it make it a little bit scary. And uh-huh. there was that era too of like don't go in the mirror and summon yeah. this thing. Like, the summoning things also Ooh. were, like, a very scary thing growing up. Um, oh, yeah, the whole Bloody Mary. Oh, Tofu. Tofu, you want to be in the podcast now? This podcast is... We interrupt you now to bring a word from our sponsors. Tofu, oh. is there something you'd like to say? 
Thank you, Tofu, for your input. Thank you. Tofu's anyway, scared back of everything. To our... Truth is, Tofu's scared of everything, so that's why he had to get in on this podcast. You know what? We never introduced our, co- oh, our co-host our... for today. Wait. <laughs> Nigel. What's his name? Nigel. Nigel. What do you have to say? For those of you that can't see, Nigel is our gold skeleton that uh, lives with us. He's here and he for emerges, Yeah, he emerges every spooky season. And so it was only right we had him on the first episode of the podcast. As we should. He's our first special guest. <laughs> our first special guest. <laughs> he's a man of very few words, so he won't be... Um, you won't hear much from him. You won't hear much from him. But, but he's, he's here. He's here. <laughs> he's soaking it on. Uh, uh, but yeah, I... Um, I think that's that like Candyman used to scare me and like I would never go do a Bloody Mary. What was no. the one came after Bloody Mary? There was another one that was like a mirror go in the bathroom and chant this a few times. But I'm not interested. Are you thinking about Harry anything. Potter? No, there was another there was like another <laughs> sort of Meadow. like urban legend type of I just remember Bloody Mary and Yeah, I remember there was another one. Candyman as a type of like yeah. summoning thing, but I'm good on summoning. I'm good on I'm I'm good on that. Good on the summoning. Talk to Let me. me. See. Yeah, that's another <laughs> I let one. Let you in. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm not letting anything in. Yeah, no, that. Yeah. Um. Everyone should watch that. Hold on. But yeah, vampires I don't find scary, but I just love the lore. They're love so. I uh, they appeal to every. Just I don't know. They're kind of they're sexy. Well, vampires have so many things going on. Like they have. Oh, which reminds me another one that I love that I bring up that I know we don't always talk about. But um, I think vampires, because they can do glamouring, and that's what makes them sexy, obviously. Mm. Like, when they glamour you. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know what does scare me, too? When we were Sorry to go back to possession a little bit, but um, summoning the de- anybody who has to give birth to the to the devil, like in a Like movie, Rosemary's Baby? Rosemary's Baby. There was another one when we were in eighth grade that Alois had me watch that like <laughs> shout out to Lois kind of freaked me out um and then I think I went back to watch it kind of gave like stigmata vibes <gasps> stigmata yeah. great great movie yeah. I was obsessed with that soundtrack very scared with that movie yeah I couldn't before I even watched the movie I just listened to the soundtrack right. but I was too scared to actually watch the movie right um but there was one yeah Rosemary's Brady that did you see the new um trailer for the newest american horror story it's kind of it's giving it. rosemary's it baby i've been watching it i'm actually enjoying oh, it. oh you started yeah, it i started watching okay. it uh, so i kind of dropped off invested. on i love american horror story i love the first three seasons and then i really love the fifth season the hotel mm-hmm. i didn't care for the fourth season sorry and i tried to watch some of the following seasons and i kind of fell off so did you watch anything past hotel like have you seen the no, camp so or I roanoke see, or? no after um the season with like the witches yeah living i missed like a couple seasons now i'm just tuning you're starting in. to yeah so i highly recommend the hotel one yeah, because I did watch. I did watch the hotel. You did watch Lady Gaga. Yeah, oh, yes. One of my favorite vampire characters that was of all great. time. Mm-hmm. That was Lady also Gaga. great. I was. Uh, I thought I was going to not enjoy it because Jessica Lang was such a critical part of the show, and that was the first season yeah. she wasn't on there. And I thought I was not going to enjoy it, and it ended up being one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I mean, still shout out Jessica Lang who like carried the show for the first four seasons, but 
it was such a strong season. I mean, already American Horror Story has such a stacked cast every time, but Lady Gaga just brought something so dope to that season. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's been my favorite Lady Gaga. That was a great, I love that season also just had yeah. great, uh, I mean, every season of American Horror Story is pretty, shot very well and costume design is great. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that also kind of reminded me of like, um, was it called the 13th floor? That sounds right, but what, I have not yeah, seen that. Yeah, like, there was a hotel and you went to the 13th floor and like, well, anyway, that also kind of like I think hotel set things also kind of scare me because I always well, you know like, the backs. I mean, you know the Cecil Hotel yes, and that whole yeah. thing, yeah. So I thought it's actually it's interesting that LA has a lot of haunted landmarks because yeah. it's a relatively new city when you think about it. You yeah, would think, but we have so many hotels. We were just talking about this earlier. <laughs> so we hotels. have so many hotels with like that have so much history and like so many apartments yeah. that have been converted to ho- from hotels uh-huh. that like stored like energy from people just coming and going and yeah. a lot of like you know, there was prostitution, murder, all kinds of things that happen in a lot of these places that are now just like apartment yeah, buildings. Yeah, kind of fucked up. I mean, and even the like, Queen Mary here in Long Beach, that's haunted yeah, also. Didn't Richard Ramirez hang out in like a hotel? Like He, he hung out in um, the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, see? Yeah. Like, I, I just think like, so there's a lot of energy in some AKA of these places. AKA the Night Stalker. And the West, you know, was kind of like this free frontier. So a lot of people who were like, maybe trying to escape some stuff yeah. or like, bringing whatever negative stuff that they were doing somewhere else came to LA and like it was kind of like a rush of I mean don't get me wrong I think there's a lot of fucked up spooky places in the east coast because it ate slavery and also like colonialism colonialism, pilgrims Pilgrims. like there's some fucked up shit for sure but I'm just I guess being out here and being in LA there is a lot of there's a lot of spooky stuff out here yeah so it's cool to see American Horror Story do... The first season is also based in L.A., mm. um, the Haunted House one. So You know what? Cool okay, see. speaking of, like, L.A. things, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of, if I recall correctly, Seven was filmed in L.A. That movie used to scare the shit out of me. Like, that movie scared me a lot, and I watched it way too early. Like, creepy serial killers kind of freaked see me that? out. Identity was kind of in that same vein. Also Identity? Kind of, Wait, remind me. That why was that this guy... So that was... I think Kevin's... Not Kevin Spacey. Um. Why is that not ringing a bell? But it sounds so familiar. But anyway, like, one... Um, it's all these people who get trapped in a hotel, but it's like the story of this schizophrenic guy who, or this guy with multiple personalities who's like a murderer, and he's like... You'll huh. have to... Re- we'll have I don't to think I've seen it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm you gonna might have saw it a long time it. ago. I used to love... When I was younger, it's f- funny how things have switched. Now I'm like watching more supernatural stuff, and back then I used to watch just serial killer stuff. But now, as an adult, that's what scares me the most because... Because it's real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when I'm home alone, yeah. I'm not necessarily worried about ghosts. I'm worried about, like, is some fucking intruder. psychotic man yeah. intruder going to come in and, like... <laughs> totally. Do some fucked up shit. Like, that's, that's so much more real to me. And so those are the really more chilling. So Seven well, was so chilling yeah. back when I saw it back in the day. Yeah, I was and really it was also like, grainy Whoa. and dark the way it was filmed. And then like they would it's go into all film. these back alleys of places. And, and then had back this to our noir look. Back Wait, to our religious upbringing. It's right. got some biblical references. And I also want to add, yeah, so speaking of biblical references yes. with a little bit of a cop story. Okay. All time, one of my scariest movies I was trying to 
remember the other one that's like a little bit of a detective because even stigmata there's like isn't there uh-huh, a detective yep. involved so like that also i think adds a layer of like this could be real because like it's actually somebody who's supposed to represent the law or like right you know some sort of sound judgment yeah. um is like pursuing something that's so intangible but um a movie that does that so well that i think you'll remember the one with denzel and uh denzel washington uh, not bones fallen fallen no so in fallen okay um, i haven't seen that you're thinking of uh the skeleton what's the one no. skeleton killer not bones because you're thinking of denzel when he was in a bed with angelina like angelina stuck, jolie yeah angelina jolie i rewatched that like <laughs> A was it a bone something that was called the bone collector the bone collector that's exactly what i was thinking of that was also creepy though because that was creepy anytime someone does some like methodical murdering because uh, that's just real that's yeah. just a little too a little too like yeah you know. like that's why um what's it called uh the dr- red dragon and um wait i haven't seen that either okay you gotta put with, me on no the one with um you know who it uh, anthony hopkins that whole series of um oh hannibal lecter yeah so like red yes. dragon's one of those red oh dragon of yes all of those you're right you're right, you're me right. Out the most even though it's just like a dude with just tattoos like why i don't know why that one i think because he's like stalking people and like watching people from their tree or from a house and then yeah. uh is that ralph ralph finney's who plays the like he's so good at playing villains he was so good in like, that it's, it's very creepy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like clammy, scary, weird killers kind of freak me out. Oh, um, absolutely. Actually, and, but rewatching Red Dragon, I felt like it was really fucked up because it was pretty ableist. I didn't really like because <laughs> they, you know, they, people up. talk about how, you know, a lot of the scary villains or whatever often are also trafficking in a lot of ableism. So like, uh, oh, absolutely. Or like, you know, like the hunchback, the, the you know, these people who's like, oh, this as the villains or, yeah, as, or villains, as the victims as villains sometimes so ralph finney's in um red dragon like part of the story is like oh the guy has a cleft palate and that's what makes him like uh, kind of a freak and a weirdo and so that's why he doesn't talk to people and that's like some of that's these things that yes led to him being a serial killer that he was just kind of like this outcast in society right. but yeah like these outcasts that become bad people like because also maybe that's a theme oh my god i'm just really am i just realizing that like break it uh, down that it's problematic <laughs> Hannibal Lecter in series is problematic yeah. um because also wait isn't Buffalo Bill like he's queer and that's his whole like motive is he's just like wants to be a woman so bad like he's trans he wants to be a woman so bad that he's like skinning people yeah like now that I'm thinking about it I'm like oh no well, not that like turning our but anyway those those are just Oh, those are also just creepy because, again, these people are methodical killers. And, right. Like, There's a lot of pre-planning so in there. Fallen, and a lot of... I don't know if you remember, but Denzel no, I haven't is, seen like, that. hunting this uh, this serial killer. And the ser- it's not... But it turns out it's Beelzebub. It's, it's this reincarnation. Oh, there's, like, a supernatural Yeah, there's thing. a supernatural Got element. It. So, basically... This killer that he's been chasing is actually a spirit that's been being transferred from pe- person to person, and that's why he hasn't been able to catch him. And so it's a, got this kind of cool mm. suspense thing. If I, you don't mind me spoiling it a little bit, do our listeners mind you spoiling it? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Well, it's, it's been out because, for a while. So I guess <laughs> let's just say it this way: the challenge with this movie and with him as as a detective trying to catch this like spirit is that it it can transfer from body to body as quickly 
as it wants. So I mean, there's that's terrifying. It is. So there's yeah. one particular scene where he's in this in the police station, mm-hmm. and the demon just keeps touching hands with different people in the police station and kind of like taunting him. And so it was just so well shot that it's like it could be anybody. That's like scare you. So ultimately what he does is like he has to figure out how is he going to like trap this demon to like one body so that he can actually catch it and kill it but right you know so you'll find that out where, okay how, what his method is and what he does i got um, some i got a good list going yeah, for the rest of my yeah, spooky yeah. season that one creeps me out because that one's like subtle demon possession but like it could quickly pass from person to person as long as it's in it's all how it's to people it's all how it's done because some of these themes can be like when you talk about them, it can seem like really scary, but if right. it's not done right, it's not scary. But if it's, it can be the most subtle things, but the way it's filmed, the way it's done, the music, like you mentioned earlier, all of that can just make it so chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, that just, just lingers with you yeah. after you watch it. It follows. I it guess follows. things that linger. Um, What's a good, t- is there a movie called It Follows? Yeah, It Follows with, um, it's, I think it's like, I think it was being passed through. Um, hi, Tofu. Tofu's Can back. Can you get down? Oh. Can you get down? Oh. Um, yeah, so It Follows is about, I think, people kind of passing around. I actually don't think I watched it in, in its entirety. I think someone, a couple, couple, couple people. A message from our sponsor, Tofu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. I think we're actually nearing the end of the time, but I think we can wrap up with some maybe non-scary, fun Halloween stuff because there's some stuff that is not necessarily scary or in the horror plane at all, but it's definitely Mm Halloween-themed. One of my favorite examples that I actually watched also as an adult, but I love, is the Hotel Transylvania series. I love that movie. Also, the entire series. All three of them. Yeah, all of them are so cute. So good. You know... Sometimes Adam Sandler's voices can do can be a hit or miss, but this one's so well done to me. I agree because sometimes it's it's just it's you know it transports you back to certain characters. Yeah, you know, so it's like right, especially when you grew up on really Adam well Sandler. Oh yeah, I feel like we've seen we some, heavily grew up on. Yeah, that. like we were of the era uh-huh. that were like that was like the main kind of movie event. Yeah, to, to do and see and in, in like middle school and high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So here's some of like the versions of these voices. But yeah, I, yeah. I love the, the moral behind that. It's, it's so, so well done. Yeah, it's so so highly recommend. That's a family fun Halloween movie that everyone can can get behind. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. My mom loves those. I yeah. Think <laughs> so good. Yeah. And then Hocus Pocus, of course, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some other kind of like less I mean, intense Halloween fun you know, obviously, what? I would say Christina. Anything like kind of Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci, yeah, like, yeah. Um, she's been like in a at the scary. OG Adams Family yeah. or Casper. Casper <laughs> Adams Family. Um, Iconic. I'm a couple. Is it time to wrap it up, Tofu? Tofu, our producer Tofu, yeah. has given us the signal. Oh well, speaking of wait, one more yeah. family friendly because I was thinking about this for one of my Halloween costumes. We'll yes. see if there's any execution. But uh, Wild and Wendell was a really well done. I mean, I've heard that. A, a, you know, a 
why do I want to say a Christmas story? I'm not trying to say a Christmas story. Is it a Christmas story? A, um, the night, oh my gosh. Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I was my brain saying a Christmas story. Um, love those. Yeah, that was great. Um, I loved, um, what's the one with, uh, Sparky the dog? What, what was that one oh, called? Oh, uh, is that Coraline? Or is no, that I love Coraline, but, That's uh, Corkspire? neither of those. It is was that... called, it was the one with the dog. I totally I forgot know what, what it was called. About. But anyway, all of those are great yeah iconic iconic uh but yeah wild and wonderful is fun it's from saying <laughs> absolutely fun for the whole family i love those very creative and unique ways to be spooky that it kind of appeals and caters to everyone wrapping up a few minutes early here because tofu has had enough but thank you so much for tuning into the debut episode of screen slice we are your hosts Bianca and Michael, and we will see you on the next episode. Happy Halloween!